What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, Instagram plans to release a text-based app that will compete with Twitter and may debut as soon as next month. The Facebook parent is testing the product with influencers and some creators. And in the app, you'll see a feed. You can make text posts up to 500 characters long with attached links, photos, and videos. The app looks pretty much like if you mixed Instagram and Twitter together. And Meta will apparently have some really good moderation controls from the start. Like all the people you've blocked on Instagram, it's all going to carry over. And, you know, let's try trying to cut back on some of that hateful oh, listen, tweets. <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. Zuckerberg is no idiot. He sees the stuff going on at Twitter. He senses a, a moment of weakness, and he's going in mm-hmm. because he already owns everything else you do, basically, on social media anyway. Yep. By the way, I think that's actually like analysis that's right on. I think that if I'm Mark Zuckerberg and I've got the assets that he has and the software that he's built and the, the infrastructure and the people, I would look at Twitter right now as vulnerable and given what you already have in Facebook and Instagram, yeah. If I were going to create an additional social platform to compete directly head-to-head with Twitter, now is the time. And right. you can it's integrated like with Instagram. So like you don't need right, to make an additional Right, you just slide everything account. over. Yep, right, yep. Exactly. Yep. I like it. Hope it works out. It's good because now there's like an account manager where you literally have your Facebook, your Instagram, and anything else they own, and it's probably just going to be there. It's one but I do, wonder, I, I do wonder this, though, as much as we all think, you know, Twitter, this is the time to, you know, go toe-to-toe with them, I do feel like Twitter is such a part of people's daily lives, and I don't know if it's everybody. Maybe no, it's, it's like not just everybody. us, you know, yeah. like we're in us. this world, It's people you know? in our world. Yeah. 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 And, and then I wonder, is like Twitter ever going to be like another social platform that could come and go. Like MySpace? Um, MySpace didn't have the run, is, obviously. Is Elon going to be Tom? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't. I, MySpace didn't have that much runway, that much time. Um, or like, you know, another social platform that came and went all within like a year is called Clubhouse. So that doesn't have the time also or the legs. MySpace was around for a while. MySpace, MySpace was huge. Yeah, but when you say around for a while, I mean Twitter is only Greg gets that joke. I absolutely got that. But he's like one of like (laughs) twelve human beings, including Morales, who got that joke if he was listening. But go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, uh, how long you guys think Twitter's been around? Fifteen years. I think it was like two thousand nine, seven or eight, nine, two thousand nine, eight. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and how long did MySpace have? I because I, I really don't know. It's still around. Still, yeah. Doesn't just it's for music. It's for music. It's a music thing now. Before SoundCloud became like huge, people used MySpace to like let's how like a lot of underground yeah. artists started. Does Tom still own MySpace? I think Is so. Is he still your only friend? No, isn't it Justin Timberlake? I thought Justin. Timberlake. No, Tom was the friend. no. Tom was the original. No, no, no. Who owns it now? Oh, oh I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Who's Tom? You weren't on MySpace? Clearly didn't have MySpace, Cap. Did never you have would have MySpace. never been on my top um, So MySpace started in 2003 and and lasted um, in its peak years to 2009. So that's six years, not like a small amount of time. Twitter no. absolutely took that over. Sure, but yeah. but it, but six is not small. No. But Facebook, but, it also coincided right around the time with the rise of Facebook, and Facebook just took it out. What was What's the other one, Bergie, that uh, is where uh, the mafia... Is isn't there, aren't they? Reddit? Oh, Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. Reddit. Now, Reddit. Oh, yeah. That's not now, really social now, media, though. That's no, a sewage. I mean, it's social media. Yeah. You're still kind of talking to people. It's just a chat board. But do you guys yes. know that Reddit it's is no probably, different than the chat boards that it's were a before. Dangerous chat room. That's yep. for sure. Yeah. But how old do you think Reddit is? How long do you think Reddit's 20, been around? Twenty years. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it's 20 been around a long yeah, time. That's what I'm saying. Like twenty years. So you should get cited on there. Well, I wonder if if like 
now Twitter is so ingrained that it'll always be a part of our lives. Or at some point, maybe it just completely drops off. And Dude, no if one, I were Zuckerberg, no I'd go, use Twitter again. Because, uh, again, just like I said earlier, I've got all these resources already, and I've got all these people on my other platforms. I'm going all in on Elon. Yeah. Anyway, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Before we get to JJ Reddick. Mm-hmm. on Anthony Davis and we'll decide if you know this would hurt me if I had to send JJ Reddick to hell you know I love JJ Reddick Cappy so there's no way that JJ Reddick says anything even if it's anti-AD where you say to JJ Reddick go to hell you know oh, I love it I love JJ Reddick you know yeah, I love JJ right Redick. but even if he's my guy if, but even if he's on the way polar opposite end of the AD discussion you're going to say everybody go to hell other than J.J. Reddick. I don't you're know. Not gonna, you're not going to tell We'll see. We'll have to hear what J.J. had to say. But before no. that, Greg Bergman is in this room. Yes, I'm afraid. Every time I'm in this room, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble. Bobby Miller. You feel Miller. Like you're going to get attacked, don't you? Yes, I do. Bobby Miller. Was amazing last night. Incredible. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the future of him and Gavin Stone eventually. Gavin Stone eventually. Yeah. Um, Pepe But I loved the celebration. Now, don't you think if Cappy... Can't got. I mean, he take it a step further, right? Because Mason ran around the office naked. Yes. Well, in his underwear. Yeah. If Cappy got great. down to his underwear and then we threw hot dog condiments at him <laughs> like they did Bobby Miller, wouldn't he beat Mason at that point? Wouldn't he take the lead? Ooh, see, in the bit of the year award. It feels like because you're We'd already. Have to, it'd have to be a late addition to the to the ballot. Well, it's on the ballot. What he what Cappy does is on oh, the ballot. There you go. It could be what Cappy does, right? So that could be the could, one, though. Yes, if this could be That's the thing that you do. That's how we there, Cappy. Come yes. on. So, right, do you so believe he would pass Mason if he did that? With that, if you guys were throwing hot dogs and putting ketchup and mustard, mustard and, and relish and, and sauerkraut yeah, and whatever yeah, else you on could, Cappy. Have, yes. I think because he already did the whole you know naked thing with just his underwear, that now you're kind of. Doing the same kind no, of no, thing. Yeah, but it's also a, a tip of the cap to the Dodgers, too, on top of that. So there's a little bit of that. I don't know. What are you saying no, no, no for, yeah, Lindsay? Yeah, it's different because, first of all, you got to get one of those little spinny, like the hats with the little spinner on top. Like they used to wear in like the, the <laughs> those, things, those things were great. <laughs> right. You know, because it's like Cappy's like the hot dog, right? And you're pouring the condiments on him. Secondly, like anyone could just like strip down to their skivvies and run through. But like right, because he's going to have to shower after this. Well, right. sure. I think but so maybe, I don't know, because the whole thing with Mason and getting down into his skivvies was it happened so randomly and totally organically. Organic, right. It was completely organic. I right. swear to you it was. But this and, is actually a, a, even better because it's it. It may not be organic, but it's a tip of the cap to the Dodgers. Yeah, right, George, I get me, that. I just, I just don't know if that surpasses it yet because you, you're doing guys, the same type of thing. But you guys are you guys are not mm. giving me a chance. Or to how about you dress you. up in a hot dog costume and then we do that? That's okay, see, that's funny. Now yeah. that's different. That's a little different. Now you're dressing up a dog. Okay. <laughs> now if you start pelting me with relish and onions and ketchup and mustard, and then really, I think the topper at that point is to whip some sauerkraut at me. Maybe even some chili and cheese. I mean, if I'm in a hot dog costume and you're going to dress the dog, then I might be into it. But, George, you have to understand something. There's to be more to that. I, have I think a, we should do something else after. There, I have a scarring, okay? I have, a, I have one of these emotional scarring moments from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm in about sixth grade, right? I'm about 11 years old. And the bus used to drop us off in the neighborhood. And there was one guy who um, the older kids, they like to pick on this kid. Yeah. You know? And I'm like this little sixth grade skinny guy, and I'm getting off the bus, and I'm carrying my drum, because we had, like, 
you know, band, band practice, practice in school. And the drum weighed a, a ton, and I, it was big and bulky and whatever. And I remember we got off the bus one day in my neighborhood, and all the older kids were picking on this young guy. And um, they all had taken ketchup, mustard, and relish from the cafeteria earlier that day. And when they got off the bus, they all started kind of beating up on this guy with ketchup, mustard, and relish. And he was down on the ground, and they were spraying all this stuff all over. So and he was a hot dog. So it's like PTSD for you. And I didn't have the guts. Well, that's the, not surprising. The toughness. <laughs> that's not surprising. The fighting skills, you know, to, to like go in and break it up, you know? And I felt so bad I mean, for this guy. You're, he you're left. a grown-ass man who wouldn't tell your Uber driver to not talk on the phone. Or, or a guy... Or you wouldn't even move tables when a guy was talking really loud next to your table at a restaurant in a, in a restaurant that was completely empty. Right. So so when you bring this up that you want to throw hot dog condiments all over me because that's what they did to Bobby Miller, the Dodgers pitcher yesterday, who made his major league debut. And what a, it's a great story. I mean, he's a 24-year-old guy who's really their top prospect, and he's made it through their system rather quickly. Yeah. Because um, he was a guy that was in school at the University of Louisville, and I only know this because I had to look it up. Um, you know, this because I always am interested in the guy's story. How would he get here? What's taking so long? If you're you just want to throw old? stuff at him, I think that's what the end goal of all this is. That you Basically. guys just want to throw yeah, stuff. I can't at have. I, but I. But hot dog condiments is very. You're right. There's some PTSD going on here right now. Makes it even better. So do you have something better than that? Actually, better? does add to the story. That makes it better. Yeah, you need to do something, though, Cappy. It's on the list. It's on something to be voted for. People are going to be voting for you to do something bigger than Mason, so right, you have to come waiting. with something. Yeah. You don't have much time left. You, you, Voting ends in, what, a week and a half? You, you're right, Bergie. Does it really? A week and a half, two weeks, somewhere around there? You're right, but I, what's the exact date of the closing of the voting? This is uh, important It's a week before the Mandy. Right? Okay, so, so, so that would be... June 3rd? Somewhere right around June 3rd, yeah, I believe so. June 3rd is a Saturday, so June 2nd is a Friday. So it's either that or the 5th. It's right around that point. Okay. All right, so everybody just hold on. Something has to go down before the voting closes, and then when it goes down, there's got to be an instant rush to dominate the vote. Right. So you got to do something. Hey, hey, what's today's it. date? Today is May 24th. Yeah, you don't got, got a lot until, of time. I got until June 2nd. I got till next Friday, pal. You better get it done tomorrow, yeah. Cappy, when you're here. Doesn't have to be tomorrow, baseball. Well, you, well it, it doesn't have to be. be it doesn't have to be the exact day, but I mean people need to vote. We'll all be here tomorrow, and that gives everyone a whole week to vote. I love Voting it. Voting ends May thirty first at twelve. May thirty first. Wow, okay. May thirty first, Cappy. Now you have a week. I was like, I remember that. I was right around there. I don't remember the exact yeah, date. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going this, on. This, this <laughs> notion of ketchup, mustard, and relish okay, well, all over Bobby Miller. It's, 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 it's like, I mean, George, it's like okay. putting me in a spot right now. I'm 11 years old. I'm carrying my snare drum. They're beating up Ooh. on this guy, and I'm not doing anything about what it. What if you guys just start bringing the condiments in, like tomorrow or a day that Cappy's here next week before the 31st, and if he doesn't do anything, well, just start throwing it wait, at him. You have to do just it tomorrow it. because we're off on Monday because it's Memorial, <laughs> oh, Memorial Day. Oh, Memorial Day. And then so if you do it Tuesday, that's one day to vote so you have to do it tomorrow no, or that's it one day to vote one day i thought it was june no 5th. i just no. said she i just was said 31st May that was 31st. Right. did you not listen oh um i never heard that hey listen george here's an idea how about if i take off all my clothes no okay i lay down on our table in the studio Ew. you paint me with peanut butter and jelly and then you eat it off of me. What no. do you think about that? Oh. How would anyone like be okay with that ever? That's also a little bit of an HR violation. Oh, it is? Oh, <laughs> I, I, listen, I didn't know. I mean, oh, the ketchup, mustard, and relish, that's not. But this is. No, you're not in your skivvies. Why don't, why don't you become like the LA cowboy, like the New York cowboy with the with the guitar, but with your drum? 
Yeah. Oh, the L.A. Cowboy with the drum, the snare drum. Yeah. You know, I can walk around down in L.A. Live. And it's paying homage to the whole thing that happened. Yeah. I think you should do it clothed. Okay, yeah, he could, whatever. He can yeah. wear like a fake outfit that looks like he's naked, but he's actually wearing clothes. Sure. Right. That totally works. One of those skin things. Yeah. yeah skin yeah. colored things. Or like um, a, or I'm, like a I'm green looking. screen suit. Oh. All right, Cappy. Well, you got to figure it out because there's not a lot of time, basically. Well, listen, I want to say this. To the circle of trust, I'm looking for your concepts. It is conceivable this could go down tomorrow or Tuesday of next week, but we got to have time to vote. And then everybody got to commit to vote. I'm not doing this to not win. I'm like LeBron. You know, getting into the Western Conference Finals doesn't do much for me. Right, you've been there. Right, yeah. 11 times. Yeah, 12 actually. But Well, now 12. All right, we're good. So figure it out, Cappy. Coming up next, find out if I send my beloved J.J. Redick to hell. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yeah, I don't really do a lot of Bob Dylan. No, uh, well, because oh, oh, I, think, I feel like you that's all you do. Every, right. every hey, one hey, hey, huh, hey, huh. Nailed right. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. I'm surprised. Looking for ideas to beat Mason for bit of the year. Or is it like wacky radio bit of the year? Wait, what category are we even talking about here? It's, it's bit, of the, bit of the year. Yeah. It is bit of the year. And he and just we- took his clothes off and ran down the office and surprised the world, did it all on YouTube, and it all happened organically. At least I thought so. I was listening to it that day. I mean, I asked Greg, right, Lindsay? We were in here in the back, and I was like, did it really happen organically? And he stands by it that it was. Mm-hmm. Betting someone 100 bucks though, to run around naked isn't really organic. To, to me, I feel like if we... We thought to put Tony Danza on the ballot. I think that would have won because I, that was organic and weird as hell. Well, yeah, I thought I was being punked. I was like, who's prank crawling the station right now telling me Tony Danza's on the phone? No, it was Tony Danza. He was I calling. Was. He was mad at us. He was really These bleep mad. bleeping bleeps. He was, yeah. he was so mad. God, he was just so pissed at us. He's yeah. bleeping bleeps. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, Cappy. Yeah. So J.J. Reddick was on Get Up. Now, mm-hmm. I have not heard this... Oh, audio it's good. Yet. It's good. Okay. Real good. I have not heard this audio. I've only seen like the headlines or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear what my beloved J.J. Reddick, love that guy. Okay. You're not going to love I, him much longer. I, I'll tell I, you that right I, now. I'd tr- trade you in 2.7 seconds for him. You say that. You say that. But here's the problem that you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have a guy who's got superior basketball credentials and is going to school you every time you school oh, no. me. And you know what I'll say? Thank yeah, you, that? sir. May I have another? Oh, really? Yeah. Really? You mean like if, if J.J. Reddick came on yesterday 
And he was like, hey, LeBron, way to go. 31 points in the first half, but nine in the second. And then you start telling him about how great he was defensively. No, but J.J. Redick would never say something. And then J.J. Redick's like, yeah, but what about like the Nuggets defensively? Like, What about the way they shut LeBron down, especially in these last couple of shots? Right. You know, what about the defense of the Nuggets? He would never say something that ridiculous. No, he would, because... I don't think you're going to like what he said about AD. Well, I'll tell but, you that. Yeah, but he definitely wouldn't say what you said yesterday about LeBron. I disagree. How do you know? Well, how do you know? <laughs> you want me to ask him? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that would be great if we had like JJ in studio when you guys are both here. I know, but the, he's he's I know. he's just not in LA very often. But if he is, that'd be And funny. he, you know, he lives in in New York and then he coaches his young kids after. Like so Plus Cappy would probably make him mad anyway. Why would I make him mad? I don't know, you know. No, no. I would just warn him ahead of time about you that. would. What would your warning be? I'd be like, yo, my co-host, he's he's a lunatic. He's crazy. You're going to love him. <laughs> that's literally, that's it. That's actually should be my move from here right, on out. Right. It's just, yo, my co-host, just letting you know, he's a little bit of a lunatic. He's crazy, but you'll love him. Right. Tell that's him it. that. That's it. Th- th- those five words. That's it. Uh, so you're not going to be happy with J.J. Reddick because I saw J.J. Reddick on today with Mike Greenberg. Mm-hmm. And Mike Greenberg- I mean, I will send- yeah. My beloved J.J. Reddick to hell if I need to. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you this. I'll set it up for you. Yeah. Mike Greenberg thinks that Anthony Davis is supposed to be a top five player. I mean, in theory, yes. Okay, well, you're going to hear what J.J. Reddick had to say about that. Okay, I'll just play it. Nikola Jokic yeah. leads the NBA yeah. in the postseason. He's the best in player. In touches per game. No, no, no The question. entire offense runs around him. That's not Anthony Davis in the Lakers' offense. Right. So why are we expecting him to be as dominant offensively mm-hmm. as Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Unless they say, we're just going to feature Anthony Davis all the time. It's not going to happen. But if well, I just like- told you the two best big men in the entire NBA are playing in this series before it began, would you have watched that and said, yeah, those two guys are comparable? Like they're, they're even playing on the same planet? I get it. Jokic is the best player. No debate, no dispute. I'm not suggesting but Anthony what, Davis but, but, should outplay him. But did but you he, watch that Anthony and Davis say is Anthony Davis the, is a transcendent but, player in the I've, league? I've never said that about Anthony Davis. And but, Anthony but Davis it has is not been the second. said but, many times. By whom? By, by whom? By the, by the basketball world Joel at Joel is transcendent. He should Giannis be a top five player in the league. Shouldn't he be? Have, have, have there not been lists after lists said where Anthony Davis is a top five no, player in the NBA? No, we wanted him to be that. Okay, that's the point. He's never been that. Wait, no, right? wait, 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 wait. Why did LeBron want him in L.A., though? Because he was available to be traded. Yeah, I don't see anything he said there that I've never said or thought or even discussed with you before. Wait a second. Hold on. You, I mean, he said right there. Okay, let's start with the part where he says he doesn't the offense doesn't allow doesn't give him the opportunity to do the to do the stuff that Jokic does. It's not the same offense is what he starts the conversation by saying. Right. Right. Uh, but, okay. But what Greeny is trying to say is is hey, look, everybody says Anthony Davis is a top 5 player and then what JJ Redick says is No, no. No, no they don't. Right, they don't. They no, say but they do. T- no, 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 no. Richard Jefferson said this a long time ago, and you and I talked about it. He's a top five talent, not a top five player. Right, but what Greeny's point was, and by the way, I agree with, with J.J. Redick. What Greeny's point was is if you look at these ESPN lists a couple years ago, for example, LeBron was the number one player on the ESPN Top 100. AD was the number two player on the ESPN Top 100. AD was number two on the ESPN yeah. 100? I don't and, know. And that, then that, Was that well, true? Well, you guys can fact check that. And then... What has happened is every year when these top 100 lists comes out, people are like, oh, man, AD's here. That's so disrespectful. He's so great. He's a cheat code. And what J.J. Redick is saying is when you think about transcendent players, Joel Embiid, Giannis, 
Jokic. Those are transcendent players. And what he's saying, Redick, is AD is not a transcendent player. He's not player. in that category. He doesn't have the consistency of those guys. Oh, so you're not going to tell him to go to hell? No, I, I, I've never said... I told you a couple weeks ago I would trade Anthony Davis or Joel Embiid and you made fun of me. Yeah, I don't like that idea. So then what... Like, So no, J.J. Redick is literally espousing the things I have said consistently around here. Anthony Davis, the, off, the offense is not the biggest issue you should be worried about. He impacts the game defensively. And he even added uh, a caveat to the offense isn't even catered around him, which is true. And then... He's basically telling you that, yeah, he's he's got all this talent, but he hasn't lived up to it, so he's not one of those guys, which is stuff we've talked about forever. Well, I'm glad I'm, uh, yeah, I'm glad you've come so around to my way of So basically, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not sending my beloved J.J. Redick to hell. I'm sending you back to hell. You can't send me back to hell. Back. I, I've been saying this all along. I'm the guy that told you he's not a cheat code. I tried to explain this to you. You told me yeah. he impacts the game on the defensive end, so that makes up for his lack of, of offensive consistency. That's what I said. Yes, he's a cheat code. No, he, defensively, he's incredible. Offensively, he has an incredible skill set. The offense is not centered around him. Cheat code? When he was with, when the offense was centered around him, now when granted, that? He, in New Orleans, when he did have a good team around him, they literally did not have a good team around him. The guy was scoring like 40 a game, basically, any night on any given night. Well, I'm with J.J. Redick. Um, no matter what all these lists say, and no matter what yeah, Richard and I Jefferson have, yeah, I says. I don't remember the list. That I mean, it's been a while since LeBron's been number one on that list as I'm well, looking back I think at those. It, I think if you go back probably right after the championship. I'm looking right season, after the championship. Yeah, right after right the before. championship, Kevin Durant was number one, Giannis mm -hmm. was two, and LeBron was three. Maybe it was the year before. Maybe it was going into the, the bubble season. Um, listen, by the way, I didn't go home and do some homework about like what year were they number one. No, no, but I'm just list. saying, like, I, that's, that's why I just but, didn't remember. But that's what Greeny's point was. Greeny actually said, and we didn't hear it there. Greeny was like, dude, every list has had Anthony Davis as like a top five. And, no, and Reddick's like, nine to wild. which one? Greeny's wrong. I'm telling you right now, Greeny's wrong. If we're going to do the ESPN metrics, Anthony Davis has not been a top five player um, on these lists. I, I'm, I'm at 2021. Going back to 2021 and don't see it. Yeah, how about going into the 2020 season? Okay, hold on. NBA rank, ESPN. ESPN 100. Still, that's three years ago. Well, I mean, but well, that's and what, four seasons ago now. But what Greenberg's point was is that everybody says AD is so great, and when you saw him go up against Jokic, it looked like they were on different planets, and they're supposed to be the two premier big right. men of the Western Conference, mm -hmm. and it didn't look that way. Mm -hmm. Jokic severely outplayed him. Even if he scored 41 in game one, mm -hmm. he was completely Oh, you were right. It was 2020. But that's one year. And well, then, that, I, But before that, he wasn't in the top five. So Greeny's wrong. That's one year. Well, and after that, he let wasn't in the top five either. Let him know. Let Greeny know. Okay. I will. I mean, I don't, I don't talk to Greeny. But Why not? He's part of the ESPN NBA family. You talk to everybody else. I don't run into him. Well, that's ridiculous. Where would you suggest I run into him? In Bristol, Connecticut. He's not in Bristol, Connecticut, neither am I. In New York City? I'm not really there very often either. How about in L.A. when he comes to L.A.? I mean, he's been here, but what, am I supposed to seek out Greeny? I mean, I thought you seek out all these other guys. I don't. I run into them. Oh. Dave McMiniman? I run into him, too. I mean, all these ESPN guys. Brian Windhorst. I mean, you're run friends into him, you're, yeah. You're, you're best friends with everybody but, I mean, in those ESPN people basketball. I actually will get on the phone with, too, on top of that. Like, not, I don't have that Greeny. kind of relationship with Mike Greenberg. I don't either. You got his number? I don't, actually. I'll call him. Yeah, I don't have his number. I'll talk to Greeny. 
Yeah, I, I, no interest really. Hebrew brother to Hebrew brother. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I have no interest. I don't want to bother the man at eight thirty at night. Oh, all right. I mean, it's he's on the East Coast again. Well, if you gave me his number, I would uh, yeah. FaceTime him. We'd but put that, him on the air. that would be, I would say that's inaccurate. That you know, he's been on the list once in the last, you know, since 2020. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that was their whole debate. That Anthony Davis is supposed to be great and he's not. And Reddick is like, yeah, he's not really as great as the reputation. Yeah, I, and I think we all agree with that. So I'm not sending JJ to Reddick. I'm uh, JJ Reddick to hell. I'm sending you back to hell. But I don't think I qualify. Well, I, I can just send anyone to hell that I want to. Well, that's that's just not, you know, I don't understand that, really. You know, the power of, of you sending everybody to right. hell. Yeah, that's the deal that I, I mean, made with the devil. I mean, you're the guy. Oh, my God. If he doesn't score 35 points, but look at the contribution on the defensive end. He's so awesome. Yeah, He's I, amazing. I mean, you're the, I mean, there is actually a J.J. Reddick that calls people box score watchers. Do we have that cut somewhere? I saw him say that on ESPN Today somewhere, too. That's you. Mm. Box score watcher. I don't know. There's a lot of us out there. BSW. That's how Mason used to be There's during a lot the regular of us out season. There. You're a BSW, Cappy. I don't know, man. There's a lot of us out BSW there. BSW Anonymous. A lot of people felt the same way I felt. LeBron, mm. great half. And you know what you all can do? Don't even tell me. Go to hell! Radio Tinder's next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We're expecting you. I feel like Cappy would love to be like either Captain Steubing or Isaac the bartender, but I feel like you're more like Gopher. Oh, I would say that I'm way more Isaac the bartender than I am Gopher. Hey. And I do feel like Captain Steubing on a Saturday night looked pretty darn sharp in white tails. You know, you had to dress very <laughs> did, formally. Yes, for the captain's dinner, yes. Right. Uh, by yeah. the way, one of the BBBs, the big Bristol bosses, has texted me. He says he'll text Greeny for us if we want. Yeah, yes. get Greeny on the show. Let's do We're it. not bothering Mike Greenberg at 5.30 at night. What's what's bothering? Or at 8.30 at night. On what's the bothering Coast. with the guy? Do you feel like everyone should be at your own beck and call here? Hey, Greeny. Kaplan. Hey, hey my brother. Gets Kaplan like and Greenberg. Four in the morning. I mean, yeah. right. The dude's got to do a show on TV at like seven in the morning. Right. He's probably up at like four or five in the morning. You want to bother him? He's probably ready to go to bed right now. And you know what I'm going to call him and tell him? What? Get up. God, you're an idiot. See what I did there? Yes. No, no. That's yes. funny. That's that very not, funny. No, no, no. This yes, is why we can't get you an ESPN email. Exactly. This is the exact exactly. reason we can't get you one. Because then I'll have Greeny's email? Big Bristol yep. boss, if you're still listening. No email for Cappy. Uh, Big Bristol Boss Triple B, if you're still listening, let me get Greeny's number. I'll handle it all myself. No, no we no, definitely no, can't no. give you anybody's number because then all of a sudden you're going to try to be way too chummy with it. Give them. it to me. I got this handled. All right, go ahead, Lindsay. All right, so a woman who can't feel pain could hold the key to developing better painkillers. The 70-year-old London woman has experienced broken limbs, surgery, and childbirth with no need for drugs. She's just one of two people on the entire earth known to carry a gene that allows her never to feel anxious, fear, 
or discomfort. It's crazy. Now scientists have found the root of the rare mutation, which could open up the doors for new drug research in relation to pain management and wound healing. So this is pretty crazy, like I said, and very fascinating. Here's my hypothetical. I'll just throw out a number here. If you could pay $100,000 to never feel pain ever again, would you do it? Swipe left or swipe so right? So I got to pay hundred grand. Uh huh. And you'll never, and never feel, feel pain. pain. Now, what does that mean? Like, like if I stub my toe against the edge no of the bed? No pain. She, I mean, she's given birth to, to like four children, has never felt pain. She doesn't get anxious. She doesn't get depressed. She doesn't even feel fear. Like, it's just like a crazy, it's insane. That's insane to me. I, no, I get that, but I'm saying like even like I can't even feel minor pain is what you're saying. None. Now, I can still feel pleasure though. Yes. Yes. Okay, because that's an important part yes, of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you can't yeah. feel, if you're yeah. making me not feel, like I got to make sure I still get the pleasure part of the equation. Yes. Yeah. Of course. In fact, this. Woman- oh yeah, like dude, you know how annoying it is. Forget about anything like really bad happening to you. The literal stubbing of your toe is one of the most oh, the obnoxious <laughs> things that happens, like ever. But the question is, would you pay $100,000 to never feel pain again? $100,000? First of all, yes. If I had the $100,000 to give and you're telling me I would never feel pain, like you could literally punch me in the face and I would just smile at you. Yeah, I'd take that. Let alone having like falling down, like if you're playing a sport or you're running or you just breaking trip and fall. Limbs, like right, breaking limbs. Breaking limbs. You could not feel yeah, exactly. any pain at all. And I said to you, George, I would like to kick you in the groin. As somebody and, who and I couldn't it, feel it? Right. And it wouldn't damage my body? Right. I mean, it probably would. No, if no, if you're telling me, now, is this part of the equation? Like, does the does, would it damage my body still? Would I still break yes. my limbs? Yes, she's broken oh. limbs. Oh. She's been See, burned. See, that, and that's different. She, right. Listen to this. What's crazy is she, different. she's been burned before, but she didn't know because she didn't feel it. She just knew because she smelled no, that's the weird, burning then. flesh. No, that's weird. No, that's too weird then. Okay. Yeah. Cappy? So I, well, I'm not going to pay the $100,000. So yeah, yeah, I'm swiping left. I'm, I'm not going to pay the 100000 Now, if there's a free version or a version that I could trade out. A trial? You know, maybe I could maybe trade it's it a out trade, a little yeah. bit. A little possibility. Trial, and, trial and error. But the thing is, um, I don't mind a little bit of pain, number one. Because then I understand the pleasure. And number two, I'm going to tell you guys something right now. Natural born skeptic here. I don't believe it. I'm also really proud of both of you. Because when Lindsay brought this up to me, I said, that's a psychopath. They actually don't feel. They don't have empathy. You know, so I'm like, fair. I, I really wanted to see where you guys were going to go with this. So I'm actually really proud of both of you. Yeah, I don't yeah. believe it. Right, what's I don't next, believe Lindsay? this woman. Well, it's true, Cappy. Not everybody is full of beans like you, okay? Well, I mean, there's only two people on the entire planet. Two people, yeah. It's a gen- like I said, it's a it's a gene. It's a gene mutation. I'm not going to keep. Yeah, going on. she's like it. an X Man. Yes, exactly. All right, so but you've never seen those movies, so you don't know what right. the hell yeah, I'm exactly. talking about. Exactly, he doesn't it. get the yeah. reference. Yeah. Uh, the Heat had a chance to close out the Celtics in Game Four last night, but they did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person who doesn't seem worried about it at all is Jimmy Butler. He was asked how the team plans to shake off the loss, and here is what he casually said: uh, Stay consistent. Do the same thing that I do, that we do after every game. We're going to listen to some music. You know, we're going to drink some beers back there. We're going to go have some wine. Um, I don't think that you could just focus on basketball all the time. You have to be able to, you know, get away from the game a little bit. Think about it. Um, But at the end of the day, myself and my teammates, we're going to smile. We're going to be in this thing together like we always are. We're going to go get one on the road. Mm. All right, so the playoffs are hard. They're like super intense and they're stressful. So, do you guys think that Jimmy Butler's outlook is a big part of their success this postseason? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? 
I'm going to swipe right and say yes. I think that Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat as an organization have a lot of reasons to be very confident. You know, we can look at the Heat and say, George, what were they, a seven seed playing in? Yeah, they uh, they lost the play-in and they became the A seed, but they were the seven seed when it started, yeah. Right, but last year they may have been like the one or they the two seed. They were the one seed, seed. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, look, this is not an organization that is like the Denver Nuggets where they're just kind of getting here. You know, where they've been building for yeah, years. they've won like the three Nuggets. championships. They've been to a bunch of finals. Right, right. Yeah, right. Recently, so if, at least. So if I'm Jimmy Butler and I'm the Miami Heat, like, I'm feeling really confident individually and organizationally. Yeah, 100%. Um, look, here's what I would say about Jimmy, and Jimmy would say this about Jimmy. He's a big pain in the you-know-what, okay? But come playoff time, he knows what it takes, both when he needs to be serious, when he needs to keep the locker room loose. Like, he is a... Di- and I say this respectfully, like a diabolical like genius <laughs> in that sense, where, again, he's not the easiest guy to always get along with. I mean, we've seen the history, right? Uh, there are certain guys that he doesn't like. I tend to think he doesn't like the uh, entitled types, right? If you look at his issues in the past and other teams, Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, Ben Simmons, right? That those guys kind of came in like feeling like they were hot bleep because they were top picks, right? And he's had to work and grind for everything. So I think he is a really good reader of personalities and is a good BS meter. But I think that also helps this time of year because he knows what buttons to push and what not to push by the time they get to this point of the year. And obviously he plays at an incredible level. So what's next? All right. So the private island featured in the movie Pirates of the Caribbean is up for sale. Little Pipe K, a 38-acre private island in the Bahamas, has listed a listing sale for $100 million. Uh, the island has a main residence that's 5,300 square feet. When combined with the guest quarters, the listing offers more than 22,000 square feet of living space. It also has a private helipad, a spa, an Olympic-length infinity pool. There's also a deep water dock and can accommodate super yachts. It's a beautiful property, like I said, $100 million. Right. So I'm going to ask you guys, which fictional movie or TV setting would you want to live in? Well, I saw the Brady Bunch house is up for sale. Oh, that's a terrible one to to answer to that question. I'm just saying, it just, well, <laughs> I, I didn't say that would be the one I would choose. It just kind of reminded me because that literally just went up for sale recently. I saw the story this morning, um, which I think Home and Garden Television owned. Oh, and they fine. restored it um, and added a second floor because there wasn't really a second floor. There wasn't? Uh, oh, you mean like in, in the In the uh, real show. house, it wasn't built up. It was, the oh. stairs went nowhere. <laughs> oh, really? Because they would always <laughs> yeah. show the outside of the house. And I was like, what a nice house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the I stairs actually went nowhere. Yeah, um, I would pick the beach with Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. Oh, no. So it's funny. Um, one of our colleagues here uh, from the Good Karma side, Evan Cohen, who's their VP of content, he was in, the, he was in here one day with us. Um, he's a big Save by the Bell and 90210 fan. And I took him to... We happened to have dinner, me, him, Sam Pines, and Matt Burke, our sales guy, or what do they call them, marketing consultants? Right, we don't call them sales guys anymore, George. Mm -hmm. That's politically incorrect. Okay, (laughs) marketing consultants. There you go. Salesperson, whatever. I mean, you don't say secretary, you say administrative assistant. You don't say, uh, you know, stewardess, you say flight attendant. Can I finish? You don't say sales guy. It's rude. It's mean. I just said marketing consultant. Thank you. Can I finish? Thank you. So we were out to dinner down in the South Bay and we were right near the strand or whatever. So I was like, yo, we got to go see this house that you want to see. Cause it was the 90210 summer house. And he went and he took a picture. So if I did have to pick one, it would be that one because 
That is literally your backyard is the beach. So I, I'll take that one. You know, Lindsay, you were mentioning this uh, island. Where is this island for sale? In the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. $100 million? You can hang out with yep. Michael. I bet you Michael could buy it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was he thinking maybe, maybe, party maybe, there. The, maybe the Thompson family should, should buy this island and, uh, you know, and welcome mega yachts and helicopters and enjoy the 22,000 square feet. Didn't I just read recently that Beyonce and Jay-Z bought, like, I want to say a $100 million house? It was a $200 million house. It was the most expensive home that was sold ever in the state of California. Yeah, and I, I don't remember if it was in Malibu. I think it was in Malibu, but a $200 million house. So if I'm Jay-Z and, and hey, Jay, because, George, as you well know, everybody listens. Hey, Jay-Z, maybe rather than spend $200 million in Malibu, maybe spend $100 million your own island. Or, better yet, do both. There you go. Uh, Linz, is that it? That's it for Radio Tinder. All right. Brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala, the award-winning Radio Tinder. Again, brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Demand your, or excuse me, up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Tequila Mandala. All right. Coming up next, Cappy. Mm. Could LeBron's retirement talk have more legs than we actually think? We'll get to that coming up in two minutes. This is a good song right here. This is a new song? No, it's not. She passed away a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's kind of, mm. The song kind of loses its uh, coolness to me once you find out what it really means. Yeah, I mean, she's not wrong if you saw the documentary. Yeah. It's kind of... The mm. R. Kelly thing. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is um, new to me. Moving along... We're not going to explain Sorry, that guys. one to you, Cap. <laughs> Moving along. Hey, hey, happy birthday to John C. Riley, 58 years old. Like you said, George, winning time. Like one of my favorite roles. But Step Brothers is also, I mean, yeah. all-time classic. You're going to learn karate in the garage together with somebody? Is that a line from, from Step Brothers? Are you serious? Yeah, I think of more of the uh, Catalina wine thing, you know, as like my primary lines. Mm. And I can't say, I've only seen it like two or three times. I got some friends that are completely obsessed with it. And every time they find it on, they send me messages like, dude, you got to sit down and watch this. Like, I've seen Step Brothers like three times. I'm good. In your whole, like, you've seen the whole movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. You seem like someone that would, like, quote from it rather frequently. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, it, it is, like, kind of one of those movies that's up my like alley. Like, but I, I've like, only no. seen it like three times. Like, that's Cappy. Yeah. <laughs> only seen it like three times. Uh, Lindsay, I saw in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, our community section in uh, on Twitter, rather. Uh, you can go to Twitter, go to the community section in their search bar, type in Sedano and Cap, and you can see all our P1s, our friends listening right there and uh, commenting as the show goes along. Grant in LA, who's uh, one of our best Photoshoppers, now this is not really much of a Photoshop, he has Tyler Hero in a bucket hat and you in your ESPN bucket hat, and he has Who Wore It Better? Oh, I definitely wore mine better. I would agree. It actually looks better, too. In fact, didn't you hear on the broadcast the other day, they were like, we need to get Tyler Hero back in uniform because his fashion style on the bench is not terrible. Not great. Yeah, not great. Not well, great. I liked your bucket hat last night. It looked very LL Cool J to I me. I have one on right She's now. She's got yeah. one on now, an ESPN oh, one. My yeah. ESPN one, yeah. Yeah, that yeah you know what I'm looking at? In you. Bristol. Yeah, people are, they took it off the YouTube page. Oh. Um, so there I, you go. I was talking about last night you were wearing some kind yeah, of Yeah, she had a, a white furry. fuzzy one. They're or bringing back yeah. the yeah. Kangol fuzzy hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Cappy, before we went to break, I mentioned could LeBron's retirement have more legs than we think? Mm-hmm. So obviously everybody focused on LeBron's conversation with Dave McMiniman about the retirement part. But McMiniman. In, yes. In that story, uh, Dave asked him about 
kind of like the journey that he had discussed previously, which was about Bronny, right? Playing with Bronny. Mm -hmm. And LeBron said this to Dave. I've done what I've I've done what I've had to do in this league, and my son is going to take his journey. And whatever his journey, however his journey lays out, he's going to do what's best for him. And as his dad and his mom, Savannah, and his brother and sister, we're going to support him in whatever he decides to do. So just because that's my aspiration or my goal doesn't mean it's his. And I'm absolutely okay with that. Now, nice. that sounds incredibly introspective. Um that or it sounds like to me like maybe Bronny, and again I'm reading into this right, may have just had a conversation with his dad, be like, "Yo, dad, I don't, I don't know if I want to actually play with you, man." Like, chill, dad. That'd be weird, you know. Or, or maybe you know me, I have a different read on things. Mm-hmm. Maybe LeBron is coming to grips with, I don't know that this is going to happen. Right, it's possible. Because for for me and Bronny to play together, I need him to go to USC. And be done in one year after that. Right. And then Bronny and I can play together when I'm 40. Now, if Bronny needs two years at USC. That's a lot more challenging. And if he needs anything beyond two years at USC. That's even more challenging. So maybe LeBron is coming to grips with some realities that he can't force his son to be an NBA player, and I don't mean force him as in, hey, son, you're going to be an NBA player. He can't force the NBA to play his kid if his kid is not ready. ultimately yeah. an NBA player. Right, if he's not ready. 100%. Because if you, you can't hide in the NBA, or any pro sport for that matter, hey, we're going to draft him number one, but he's never going to be any good, but we're doing it because no, he's nobody's LeBron's nobody's drafting kid. him number one. Well, I, when I say number one, I mean first round pick. Oh. But my point is, is that, Maybe LeBron is coming to a realization that his son is in him. And by the way, George, that, I think he's that, probably known that for a while. Yeah, but you know what, Lindsay? Like when you're a superstar athlete, you know, I remember Dan Marino. You know, he, he had a whole bunch of kids. None of them ever became quarterbacks. None of them ever played football. Right. Really, that Joe much. Montana, his son, um, really never became much of a football player and was like a walk-on backup at Notre Dame, and he was only there because he was Montana's kid. Um, a lot of times, you know, the kids don't have the passion that the father or the mother has. Wait, wait how didn't you? Why didn't you get Justin into Pitt, man? What's up? Because You're in the Western the, Pennsylvania Jewish uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Because unlike Tony Dorsett, who could do that, I couldn't. Um, and and Dorsett's kid wound up becoming a decent player. But yeah, it was a defensive player. Yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that maybe LeBron, who's wanted so badly this dream of me and Bronny playing together. Gosh, that looks so good. Ken Griffey Jr. and his dad, they play baseball in the major leagues. Oh, together. well, it's funny you say that because um, I remember during the pandemic, um, you know, everybody was watching TV because it was the only thing we could do because we were all stuck in our houses at the beginning, right? Um, and I remember flipping over to MLB Network one day, and they had the Griffey Jr. Sr. documentary. And LeBron is one of the people being interviewed, talking about how much he loved Griffey Jr. and how th that moment for him. And this is still, like, fairly young LeBron. Like, probably, like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years ago, maybe more. And he's talking about how, man, I would... That must be a dream to be able to do that to play with your with your I dad. I think I have that clip ready yeah. right now. I got to be on the floor with Bronny, you know, either on this the might be more recent, same actually. uniform or uh, you know a matchup uh, against him. But I, I would love to um, do the whole 
uh, Ken Griffey Senior Junior. Yeah, thing. that's 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 that would be ideal for sure. Being being with him, spending a full year with him in the same uniform, that would be the icing on the cake. Yeah, that really so would be. That is more recent, but in the Griffey Junior uh, Senior doc, he definitely talks about that too. So yeah, like. Maybe he is coming to grips with it, but it, it is something that, that he's had on his mind for a long time. But why can't we just give Bronny some credit, too? Maybe Bronny's like, yo, Dad, I don't, I don't think that I would want you around like that. You know, I want to be it my is, own guy. It is definitely a possibility, no question, that perhaps Dad or, or son said to Dad, I don't really want to work with you. George, I, I know for me, I, I'm only speaking from experience, my father, when I was a kid, he worked with his father, and it was, an, it was a disaster. You know, like, like you just, he couldn't, my grandfather thought things should be a certain way. My father couldn't really handle it. We eventually moved, like seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe it is Bronny saying, hey, dad, I don't want to do this. Or, hey, dad, you've had your time. Let me have my time. Certainly a possibility. But we'll never really know in, in that we don't ever hear from Bronny. We only hear from LeBron. You ever notice that? You never hear from well, Bronny. Bronny's a high school kid. Well, no, I get it, but he's also a kid who's a multi-gazillionaire through NIL deals, and he's a and okay. He's a, but an why? Influencer so why do you star. want to hear from him? He's he's just a kid. What I'm saying is is that Bronny has been well protected. He's not a guy who's out there and available and touchable, and you know, media gets to talk to him. Everything we've I mean, ever that's going to happen pretty soon. Yeah, but everything we've ever heard is from LeBron. LeBron wants to play with Bronny. LeBron wants this. LeBron wants that. We've never heard from the kids, so we don't know. Right. That's why I'm saying I don't rule that part out of Which the Which is why I'm saying there's something to that. But I'm also thinking that LeBron could be thinking two things. One, I don't know if I can make it two more years. Possible. Two, two I don't know that Bronny's going to be good enough to make it in two years. And three, what if Bronny's never good enough to play in the NBA? Maybe I, Dad, need to give up on my, and I'm putting this in quotes, selfish dream. And I don't mean selfish as in mean-spirited, nasty no, selfish. No, no, it's, it's because mine. it's something he wished upon. Right, it's right. mine. Right, yeah. but then that's in his answer to McMinnman. You kind of see some of that. All right, coming up next, Kyrie jumped on Instagram about the quote-unquote speculation about his free agency. That and are Trey Young and Fred Van Vliet possibilities for the Lakers. Which one is more possible? We'll get to that coming up. Stick around. We're back in a couple minutes here on 710 ESPN.